thank you for joining us on The Market and the Good. My name is Chris, and I am your host. Our conversation in this episode is with Andre, a fellow Icicle alum, change agent, and who I happen to know through the Great Place to Work network. Andre and I caught up over an international call recently to discuss great people and great results and we covered so much ground that we're going to split this conversation into part one we'll tackle why do well by doing good part two we'll tackle how to do well by doing good now on to part one for the audience listening today who is the ideal audience who is going to gain the most by listening to our conversation and what will they gain by listening so uh, I'd like to talk about the importance of uh, dealing and treating people well, be that be these people within a company or outside the, outside the company. So the idea is to understand how can human beings treat human beings better. That's, that's kind of the idea. It's a, it's it's a little it's a little bit bit, bit of a big hairy. <laughs> go right but you know let's let's see if we can if we can tackle it sure so so both folks who are in this this kind of people space so um you know folks who are in an nhr function who are in an hr industry maybe they're just they're people managers they're not hr themselves um or they're you know they're they're innovators out there in the world thinking about about people in general yeah so uh, to, to give folks a little bit of context, how did you get involved in this space? What's, what's your story to it? How did you get connected? Uh, in, the, in the 90s in London, as an Isaacer. So again, Isaac comes back once again. I started my career after university in London uh, with a traineeship, working for a company that was the, at that time probably the, the biggest boutique of HR uh, in the world. Uh, specialized in employee opinion surveys. So that, that, that's how I started my career. I then moved around. I lived in London for five, six years, moved to Paris, came back to London, then eventually came back to my, my country, which is Italy. I'm calling you, I'm speaking uh, from Milan uh, now, and I moved back in 2003. And I stay, I came back to, to this field because I realized that this is where my passion lies. I, I love people. I love dealing with people. I I, f I love helping people when I can, and if I can make that my job, uh, the, the better. So that's, that's how I ended up in uh, eventually a great place to work, um, where, of course, the, the, main, the main goal of the company is to improve society by helping uh, uh, companies transform their workplaces and improve their workplaces and the experience of work by, by all people. So that, that's, that's more or less how I got involved uh, in this, in this field. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, one of the, the key themes that I think you honed in on was ethics. Um, yeah. And so help me understand, you know, what, what is the, the topic around um, how can by, by doing better on, on a, these variety of ethics fronts, um, how can companies make more money? How can companies do well by doing good? Uh, university even, there's, there's, there's a plethora of literature and statistics proving that if you treat people well, they'll perform better. 
So I don't need to, mm-hmm. I'm not going to quote figures here, but there's, uh, there's very good studies uh, going around the internet. Uh, they, they've been going around the internet for, 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 a, for a lot of years. And, and so it's a win-win situation for companies. I mean, be ethical, be good, because, it's, because it makes sense to be good, because it's the right thing to do to be good. But also there's this little nice positive side effect and that's, uh, if you do that, not only you're doing something right, you're also probably making more money. Uh, and that's what statistics are saying. I mean, if you, look at, uh, if, you, if you look at the stock market in different countries, I mean, it can be the Dow Jones or any local stock market or whatever. Uh, a lot of the companies there are also Fortune uh, 100 companies. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, a, there's a very direct correlation often. And I'm saying correlation because... Sometimes, you know, the, it's a chicken and egg, you know, is it that big companies with a lot of money can afford to be good or is it that they are successful because they're good? Um, well, Alex Edman, for example, from, uh, from London, a professor from London, uh, is proving uh, with, I mean, he's using this, he's giving this speech uh, to conferences a lot these days. There's a paper by him going around. Uh, he's, he's saying that, the direction is actually not only correlation, but that's really direction. And it's companies behaving well with people end up being more successful. And mm. that's very interesting and very powerful. And it reinforces what we do uh, day by day. So I think this is a very powerful message that, that people, HR managers in particular, CEOs should take home. Um, but I'll add something. Um, First answer is that, you know, you're going to end up making more money. That's good. That's good. In reality, I'm starting to be a little tired of this. And, and going back to the ethics uh, topic, I don't think in 2019, humankind, mankind should be in a position to justify why we should be ethical. It should be the other way around. I mean, if you don't want to be ethical, prove me that you're right. Prove me why it makes sense not to be ethical. And of course, it's a provocation. I don't want anyone to do that. Um, <laughs> but I don't think I should really, you know, why should I be good? Why, why do I have to prove that I should? Because, because, just because. It's like asking a mother, why should you be nice to your son? Um, mm-hmm. Because the son is going to grow up and be a big man and, and pay, your, pay your mortgage when, you're, when, when, he's, when he's a businessman? Nah, because you love your son. That's it, because it's right to do that. And I think it should be a similar situation in companies nowadays. Um, this should be part of the bottom line. I mean, there's, uh, concepts like the triple bottom line have been around for, for decades, uh, decades maybe not, but many years. Um, but the, we sti- we're still in a situation where we working in this field have to justify why we're doing it. Um, I think it's enough. I think you know it's probably time for companies to realize that this should be a goal, full stop. Another goal is, of course, to make money. But there, there's no number one, number two. They're parallel. They are both important, like the environment. Mm-hmm. No, I shouldn't justify why my company should not pollute because I make more money if I don't pollute. Well, okay, bon- big bonus if it happens, if it's like that. But why should I, should I really do that? No, you just don't have to pollute or at least do your best not to pollute. This wraps part one. If you have any comments, questions, or ideas, please do share them over 
via your podcast platform or connect with us via our anchor page for The Market and the Good. Tune in again to catch the rest of the conversation in part two.